We read of Arthur's throne of gold, of knighthood bold and wealth untold. But was to dwell midst palace towers a better life or worse than ours? Its halls were drafty, cold was wall, for warmth he close to fireplace sat, we air conditioning install, and heat adjust with thermostat. While acrobats and jesters tried to entertain and laughs provide, his minstrels sang and dancing led, but often bored was royal head. We've television, movies, sports, amusement parks, and ski resorts. We've serious computers use to concerts go and oceans cruise. A trek by coach that took him days, our modern jets in minutes blaze. We've locomotives, limousines, and motorboats and submarines. We've drugs that heal and alter mood, electric light, and frozen food. We've indoor plumbing, power tools, and Medicare and public schools. With weaponry so dread and fierce, t'would castles crush and armor pierce. Then life was harsh and overfast. Hours easier and longer last. Surrounded by amazing things, we, more than Arthur, live like kings. As further tribute to that point, the poem I just read to you was found on allpoetry.com, written only a month ago from this recording, by someone with a username of Richom. The Google search it took to find took approximately 20 seconds. As my finger hit the keys, I had no doubt that the nearly oracular powers of the search engine would provide me what I sought. Such doubtless assurance in technology, or anything else, has risen to the measure of that ironclad faith with which the ancients and even those of a few hundred years ago once looked to God. Still, the poem conveys a message which is completely true, but not truly complete. Something about it doesn't quite land with us. Somehow, the reminder of our supreme material ease does ironically little to ease us. In the most materially developed countries in the world, suicide is the leading cause of death. The most frequent ads on YouTube for people between 15 and 35 are for therapy. Opioid painkillers and antidepressants are ubiquitous. From Brave New World, Aldous Huxley's A Gram is Better Than a Dam and A Pill for Every Ill are observable realities. The words of the psychoanalyst Carl Jung whisper to us that perhaps he was right in hinting that the greatest threat to mankind might not be found in war or disease, but in mass psychosis. Or, as T.S. Eliot put it, where is the life we have lost in living? Where is the wisdom we have lost in knowledge? Where is the knowledge we have lost in information? We are losing even the hollow heroics of our materialism. We are full of thin art, as our use of the words epic, awesome, best, most, and greatest have increased, the literal presence of those adjectives seems to vanish. In all our earthly splendor, we may have lost something. Old adversaries are not as distant as we may think, either. The biblical four horsemen ride abroad with war, famine, death, pandemic disease, and even slavery still holding sway in much of the world. Nuclear weapons still wait like quiet demons in steel chambers below the ground. Perhaps they will one day be summoned. 
New challenges press ever forward with artificial intelligence as perhaps the chief example. Technology soars beyond legislative precedent at reckless speed. The illimitable future roars like one of King Arthur's dragons, breathing the deadly flames of personal and collective destruction. And yet, beneath its slimy belly lays glistening piles of gold, as all dragons do hoard. Who knows what wonders will be discovered by those pressing forward in just the next few years. In all of this potential for goodness and evil, for law and chaos, individually and collectively, it seems that in the words of the modern yogi Anthony Carlisi, the only way out is in. In us. So said Edwin Markham, we are all blind until we see that in the human plan, nothing is worth the making if it does not make the man. Why build these cities glorious if man unbuilded goes? In vain we build the world, unless the builder also grows. To the end of Growing the Builder, I'm Dean Delp, and welcome to Modernist Monastery. Theatrics and literary sputtering aside, I'd like to introduce myself and tell you what the point of this show is and why I think it's worth your time. I'm Dean Delp. I'm a writer, podcaster, filmmaker, editor, and narrator. I have an unending love of history, philosophy, religion, the arts in all their various forms, uh, the things that once upon a time, and still today, are loosely called the humanities. Like you, I look out into the world and see a lot of problems— like you, I look inside myself and see a lot of problems. And probably like you, I have very little to offer in the way of solutions for what's out there and struggle to implement the solutions I do have in terms of myself. I admit to being pretty distrustful of people or groups that have a, an all-too-eager, all-too-ready, and suspiciously simple answer to the complicated problems that we face today. I, I love the line from Edward Murrow, the great news anchor, that uh, anyone who isn't confused doesn't really understand the situation. And if there was ever a confusing time, it, it's probably now. But one thing that I do know, or I'm pretty certain that I do know, is the development of the individual into its most admirable form, let's say, is one thing that will help anything, and therefore everything, since it's always going to be people that are at the helm of things, whether it's our own life or the fate of nations. Better yet, it's, it's also something that anyone, and therefore everyone, can do. And education is, is one of the great keys to individual development, but as the theologian Hubie Brown once so well put, the education of the heart is the heart of education. I am qualified only as a presenter of information, maybe on my best days as a temporarily useful explainer of that information. 
but the wisdom or knowledge itself will come from sources much better qualified than me. Sages and scientists, poets, writers, painters and priests, many, many others. Humans all, of course. And as I intimated earlier, uh, I'm of a persuasion that there is vast wisdom in the traditions of the past when properly understood, and that there's actually a shocking amount of it which is very well supported by modern scientific research. Similarly, I think that there is a massive disregarding of the past by many who would do very well to pay attention to it, and just as many people who refuse to take counsel from the present because they are so absorbed in the traditions or the standpoints or epistemologies of the past. Hence why I think a modernist monastery is helpful or needful. Modernist Monastery is a 15-20 to minute bi-weekly podcast about the connection between ancient philosophical and spiritual practices or beliefs and modern scientific research. Modernist Monastery aims to show contemporary people the mental, physical, social, and emotional utility of many ancient practices and beliefs from around the world. Modernist Monastery seeks to demonstrate that utility and persuade listeners to voluntarily select beliefs and practices that they wish to implement in their life. Modernist Monastery intends to persuade listeners by two primary methods. One, to spark interest in ancient traditions by engaging in a non-dogmatic, non-proselyting apologetics— and provide a proper historical context for the people, places, and circumstances in which those traditions or practices arose. Two, to justify the practice of those traditions in the modern day by citing current scientific research on topics pertaining to the areas these traditions address or discuss, and that will also be done by means of interviews with qualified members of the scientific community, as well as modern practitioners or clergy of ancient traditions. Modernist Monastery hopes to invite its listeners pragmatically and charismatically, if I can manage that, to enrich their daily lives by means of scientifically supported and spiritually gratifying practices. It also hopes to expand the perspective of its listeners by historical education and the dismantling of inaccurate and unhelpful preconceptions about the ancient traditions of many cultures. So, if that sounds like the most boring thing you can possibly imagine, then fear not, there are plenty of other really great podcasts here on the Ruminations Radio Network that I know you will like a lot more. But if this sounds like something that you're interested in, if maybe, just maybe, this is for you, then welcome to the Modernist Monastery. <laughs>